MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Monday here on the show. It's Christmas week. We're only doing three shows this week, today, Thursday, and Friday. So no show Christmas Eve, no show Christmas. So we got to get into a lot of stuff here today. Obviously, all of the news from this past weekend. We could talk about that today. We got a preview of the taped Raw tonight. We got some notes on the next two weeks of taped NXT. That's right. AEW is going to go unopposed on January 1st, at least in terms of a live show. We could talk about what matches they taped. After SmackDown this Friday, if you want to talk about SmackDown, you're welcome to do that as well. We got the build towards this coming week, SmackDown. There is a number one contenders match on the show, so we can talk about that and so much more. We're going to take phone calls here today as well as text messages. If you would like to give us a call here today, 1-800-878-PLAY is the phone number. That is 1-800-878-7529. That is the toll-free number to call. And if you'd like to send us a text message, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, it is at Brian Alvarez. far as news here today is noted, the Raw lineup, we got the ratings for, the overnight ratings at least, for SmackDown on Fox. I'd say about eight times out of ten, that number ends up going down when the final number comes in. But a couple of times it's actually gone up. Not a terrible number this week, especially given the time of year. We have a number one contenders match being announced for Friday. We have got NXT tapings after SmackDown. So it's going to be in a, a big building for once. And also some new WWE signees. Lots of other news as well. Mike Sempervivi is going to join us as always. So we'll talk to him about all of this news as well. And once again, phone calls and emails today, 1-800-878-7529 if you want to call, 425-780-7566 if you want to text. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live.
Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. My Christmas present this year is nothing working. Mike Sempervivi still cannot hear me here, so that's two shows in a row. But we're going to do our best. We're going to keep moving here today. We've got a lot of news to get into, so let's get going here. SmackDown on Friday actually did a decent number. Overnight ratings are in for the December 20th edition of SmackDown on Fox. Show averaged 2.414 million viewers. Number was up 3% from last week's near series low of 2.336 million. SmackDown averaged a .45 rating in the 18-34 demo last night and a 0.7 rating 
in 18 to 49. Both of those numbers were identical to two weeks ago, up 13% and 8% respectively from last week. In terms of overall viewers, SmackDown trailed everything on the regular networks except for the Global Citizen Awards show that aired on CBS. SmackDown did top all of network television, both the demo ratings, although the I Love Lucy Christmas special tied SmackDown in 18 to 34. I Love Lucy tied SmackDown in 18 to 34, with the exception of the November 22nd Survivor Series Go Home show. SmackDown has averaged between 2.34 and 2.45 million of viewers every week since November 15th. Demos have come in at the 0.4.45 and 0.65.7. That seems to be what they're settling in at. For those of you that don't recall, the idea is a 1.0 average, 18 to 49. They are well below that, but they are still topping all of the demos. So it's not a bad number for Fox, but when you consider the amount of money that they paid and the expectations to get a 1.0 in that demo, they are they are underperforming. So that is the update there on the SmackDown ratings. Also on SmackDown, and later on today, myself and Filthy Tom Lawler will talk about SmackDown in great detail on the Filthy 4 Daily Show. The Miz segment, I'll really get into that later on today, but Miz comes out at the beginning of SmackDown and he's just so angry. And he wants another. He's going to beat The Fiend. Like, dude, I just watched the pay-per-view. You got squashed. You got totally destroyed by The Fiend. Why am I supposed to watch this show and think that you deserve another shot at this guy? And worse, he was squashed in a non-title match, which leads to him saying, well, I'm going to take the title from the guy. Well, anyway, they did a tag team match at the end of the show, and at the very least, Miz did beat Dolph Ziggler by submission. And so they've announced that this coming Friday on SmackDown, there's going to be a three-way from Daniel Bryan, The Miz, and Baron Corbin. And the winner is getting a shot at The Fiend's title at the Royal Rumble, Houston, Texas, January 26th. I mean, I don't know this, but why you would do a Miz versus Fiend. It wasn't even The Fiend. It was, it was Bray Wyatt. Why you would do a Miz-Bray Wyatt match, non-title, where Miz gets squashed to lead to him getting a championship match against The Fiend at the Royal Rumble. I mean, it ain't it's not my show, but in a thousand years, I certainly wouldn't do that one. I guess if you really wanted to do something stupid, you could do Baron Corbin versus The Fiend. I can't imagine that being the match. And the other option, obviously, is Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend. So I presume that's where we're going. That's going to be the match on SmackDown coming up on Friday, the three-way. And I presume that Daniel Bryan, he did get his head shaved. He did get mutilated by The Fiend. So I presume that's going to be the match for the Royal Rumble. Also, after the SmackDown show went off the air, they taped three matches at the Barclays Center. Jack Gallagher versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Dominic Dijakovic versus Bronson Reed. Damian Priest and Tony Nese versus Keith Lee and Leo Rush. Let me repeat that match. Keith Lee and Leo Rush versus Damian Priest and Tony Nese. Those were all taped. And I'm not sure exactly where everything is going to go, but they have a taped show this coming Wednesday night. 
And they also have a taped show on January 1st. So there's not going to be a live episode of NXT until January 8, 2020. And the New Year's Dave episode, they will... New Year's Dave? New Year's Day. They will announce the teams for the 2020 Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic and also announce the winners of the NXT Year-End Awards. So AEW is going... Well, the, the, the shows will remain head-to-head on January 1st, but AEW will be a live show. NXT will be a taped show. I presume that AEW is probably going to win handily because there's nothing really all that big announced for the NXT taped show. But as far as live versus taped, I mean, if you're living in a cave, we've, we've mentioned this 5,000 times, the live versus taped means nothing in 2019 even though theoretically in 2019, because of the internet and spoilers and everything like that, it should be more than ever. But the taped Raws that aired from the UK, I mean, exactly the same as the live shows. I mean, exactly the same. And if you follow closely, like literally seven, eight, nine times out of 10, the taped shows do as well or better than the live shows. So the only difference between live and taped here is the Lineup for this taped show isn't all that exciting. And AEW's got a very, very packed show January 1st, so I presume that AEW is going to win, but we shall see. And also, finally here in WWE news, another name has joined the list of wrestlers to recently sign a new contract with the WWE. Interview with Sports Illustrated published today, Dana Brooke revealed that she has signed a new five-year deal. I just signed a new five-year deal in WWE. Part of my goal is to build my own personal brand. Women empowerment is a key in the success of my career and a key for WWE. We can do what the male wrestlers have done over the years. Now women are finally being given that chance. Well, some women, not Dana Brooke, ironically. That also means that I get the chance to show what I can do. I really believe 2020 is going to be the year that people see a different side of me. She lost to Bailey on Friday. For some reason, she's facing her in another non-title match. Actually, that was last week, and she faced her in another non-title match this week. I don't know why they did it two weeks in a row, but they did. And also revealed the New Day Street Profits. This was on, I guess, WWE Backstage. All signed multi-year extensions with WWE. This person here says, how did or why did the Young Bucks quit uh, Twitter? Well, there is a new official Young Bucks Twitter feed that is up that I think I will, I think will be for both of them. I actually am not sure. Uh, Matt said something on Instagram about how he was handing over the keys to somebody else. Somebody else was going to run the Twitter. I mean, not just the Young Bucks, but, I mean, there's so many people in wrestling that they understand that Twitter is valuable, but Twitter also sucks. The people on Twitter, I mean... Just go to any of my tweets about the ratings for any show and just read the comments. And that right there should probably tell you why the Young Bucks are off Twitter and why other people have pretty much given up on Twitter. I mean, Twitter is the best and the worst of the Internet. And when it's the worst of the Internet, it is the bottom of the barrel. But if you head up there, there is a new official Young Bucks Twitter that I think is going to be replacing each of their Twitters, but I'm actually not sure. I I have not heard anything other than what uh, Matt put up there on his Instagram. This person here says, maybe they'll try to do Daniel Bryan and Miz versus The Fiend and Bray Wyatt. 
Well, maybe they will at some point do a tag team of the Fiend and Bray Wyatt. We just have to find somebody that can play the Fiend. I'm not sure who that would be. I mean, the Fiend has a very unique physique. He's not, he's like in the best shape of his life, but he's still like, he's, he's husky. So we'd have to find another really husky, powerful looking guy to put that mask on and play the Fiend. Maybe somewhere down the road they'll do that. I mean, if I recall correctly, Vince McMahon at one point faced God. They found someone to play God. Luckily, he was invisible. This person here says, interesting note about the Nielsen ratings and people talking about cutting the cords, not counting. We recently, well, only foolish people say that. We recently became a Nielsen household. The way they actually tell what you're watching is by adding a box to each TV that recognizes the audio of whatever show you're watching. So if you're watching a stream or on cable, it will count the exact same for the Nielsen rating. Because all it's going by to count the rating is the show's audio playing. Yeah, I've said that a thousand times. If you're streaming on a streaming service, you're being counted. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. 
Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Yes, Mike Sempervivi is, in fact, here right now. He's joining us on the show. And also joining us here on the show today is Paul. Paul, what's going on? Going to you right now. What's up? Um, I've been an observer for 30 years, and I've been following wrestling for 50 years. And I must admit, I enjoy reading the Observer and listening to the uh, broadcast more than I do watching the wrestling at my age. But I do have a question for you about the ratings. I know your favorite subject. Oh, you my had favorite, said, yes. <laughs> you had said that uh, 2.4, you know, that's a good rating for Fox. And, you know, I was thinking back to like into September when before they stopped, started broadcasting on uh, the Fox network. The experts at Fox had said that they expected between three and three and a half million every week to be tuning into SmackDown. So I'll hang up and listen to your answer. I mean, is is 2.4 really in their minds an an okay rating or good rating? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. Thanks for following us for so many years. So here's, here's the deal, as they say, as I say. So if you look at some of the stuff that is aired at different points during the year on Friday night on Fox at 8 p.m., no, 2.4 million is not very good. Now, if you look at some of the stuff that is aired on Fox at other points during the year, 2.4 million is fine because basically there's some new shows when they're new that do much higher numbers in SmackDown there are some shows during replay periods that do worse than SmackDown. So the idea is, yes, you could put something else in that slot, and during the regular season, it would do better than 2.4 million. But if SmackDown is doing 2.4 million 52 weeks a year, then if you average everything out, then 2.4 million is still a positive. So you're basically looking at SmackDown is giving you that number every single week without fail. If you put something else there, then yeah, during during certain periods it will do much higher. But at other points during the year, it's going to do much worse than 2.4 million. So that that is a positive. Okay, the demo numbers. Yes, SmackDown is winning in the demos. So obviously SmackDown is a value because it's winning in those demos. But what they wanted out of that demo was a one, and it's doing half of that. Okay, so the fact that it's doing half of that is not good. But the fact that it's winning is good, okay? Fox executive expecting $3.5 million. I mean, I know there are Fox executives that subscribe and listen to the shows. I mean this in the nicest way possible. What were you thinking? I mean, yes, yeah. network executives, they can subscribe. 
the, the people who subscribe know more than your average bear. But, I mean, all you need to know is their idea of the A announced team was Michael Cole and Corey Graves. And, like, if you really understand wrestling, that ain't the A crew. But that's who they thought the A crew was. So they have they have A knowledge of wrestling. But, I mean, clearly, and I shouldn't say all of them. I'm sure there are probably people that work at Fox listening to this that go, I didn't want Michael Cole on, but it wasn't in my hands. Well, whoever's hands it was in, I mean, that ain't the A crew if you want a good announcing team. Okay? They're the longest tenured because it's Michael Cole, but they ain't the best. So, point of all of this is, there's good and bad in the SmackDown rating. But, at the end of the day... They paid a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Like three, what was it? It was like $300 million or some crazy number. The, the $1.3 billion over three years was for Raw and SmackDown. That wasn't just for SmackDown. So they didn't pay a billion. Actually, they may have paid close to a billion. But the point is, for what they paid, the show is underperforming. If you want to look at it strictly in simplistic terms of, oh, it's winning the demos. Fine, you can do that. I mean, if you really want to do that, you can. But the fact of the matter is it is underperforming based on what they paid. And the next time a renewal comes up, it better be doing better. Or we'll see what happens. It's one of the lowest rated shows on TV. And like you mentioned, that can be okay when you are provided, you know, when you're filling a role like SmackDown is. And obviously they did have bigger wishes for it. But it is one of the worst rated shows on TV. And the reality is, unless you have a... Bonnie Hammer in your corner when it comes time for it to be renewed or when it comes time to decide on what is going to air that fall on Fox. If there's a show out there that is cheaper, they can get better ad revenue, that can get better demographics. It's as simple as that. SmackDown would be gone. It would be moved to FS1 or it would not be renewed. And that's just the way that works. So they obviously do want to try to get those numbers up, even though they are filling a, a, a need right now. And they're only, you know, they were in the infancy of this contract, so they still have a long way to go. So it's not like they're going to dump it anytime soon. But, you know, it's a TV business, so it really is just as simple as that, whether it's going to have any value or not later on down the line. And I don't want to debate you on this or anything else, but I will say this. I don't know who else would have been the A announced team, per se, uh, if you're SmackDown. Anybody. And, Raw, but Raw responding in an interesting way and, and wanting Jerry Lawler back because he's a familiar face. That's not like, I mean, of all the people WWE had that already had jobs, you could think of better combinations the same way that you have for Corey Graves and, and Michael Cole that is going to be a better announcer or, or deserve the opportunity more than Jerry Lawler being brought back. So you can see where the divide Hey, how about comes. this? Um, forget, forget Jerry Lawler. How about the SmackDown announcing that we had before they went to Fox with Tom Phillips, who was excellent at his job? I oh, know. that would have been easy. I, I understand. They had that, the A guy, Michael Cole. Yeah, but they, look, they did a lot of looking at this in sports terms. And, you know, you may not like uh, Jack or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, uh, but they are, I believe, Fox's number one football announced team. You know, there's somebody out there, I'm sure, who hates Tony Romo, but he and. And Jim Nance or CBS's number one announced team. So I I do understand that. And again, I don't hate those two as much as you do. But yeah, but those just... names you mentioned, like, mm -hmm. they are number one announced teams. Michael Cole, I mean, but in what's WWE's number eyes, one about him? He's their number one announcer. I mean, I, I look, I understand. Only what because you're he was saying. on Raw. 
but I understand what you're saying, but you're not looking at this from the other point of view. You're not looking at this from the flip side or the outside of this, where Michael Cole, whether you like him or not, or whether you think he should have the job or not, is WWE's number one play-by-play announcer, period. Only because he's on Raw. That's literally the only reason. No, I mean, at least on SmackDown, he would be too. Of all the hierarchy in WWE's announcers, I mean, he's the one t- teaching and training new announcers. You can't. It's a disaster. One, Brian, two separate issues. I, I realize they're saying. two separate issues, but I also think he's not the A announce team. They don't have an A announce team. They just have people who are on Raw and people that are on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, if you want to say that he's been doing it long enough so he's the A announce team, I mean, you can, but like, I just. I, I am not defending Michael Cole. That show is insufferable on Friday nights, except when he talks about Otis's belly. That's the one thing I'll give him, and that ain't worth $300 million a year. Swerzneer says, here's something we could talk about that's not Michael Cole. I was watching the December 19th Cork and Hall New Japan show. Hiromu Takashi made his in-ring return. I was shocked at the result of the main event tag match. Not only did Hiromu and Bushi lose to the Birds of Prey, but Hiromu got pinned by Robbie Eagles in his return match after 530 days. If this was any other company in the world, people would see it as a burial, but I have my trust in Ghetto. Build between Hiromu and Osprey has been amazing. Well, the difference is this is New Japan, and this is Japan, and this is what always happens when somebody comes back from being gone for 530 days. I would say always, but the idea is he broke his neck, He has not wrestled in 530 days. Everybody else is a regular, and they're in shape, and they've been wrestling. So if this were real, why would he not get beaten in his return match? It's happened a million times. It's always a simple story that they tell. Um, It's just that's the way it goes. And one day they will have a surprise or somebody coming back from an injury or somebody coming back from a long layoff gets a victory in their first match back, but that's just not how they do it over there. And that's the reason why is the under the guise of the, the person coming back has always been rusty. He's been out for X amount of time. He's had a serious injury, whatever, whatever it is, or if it's all of those things, they come back and they usually lose to somebody on the main roster. And one of the reasons you do that is not only to tell the story about that person coming back, but it's also to set up things for in the future. And Robbie Eagles is a star for New Japan. He absolutely is going to be in Hiromu. I could see him with that belt around his waist at some point this year. And if not, he still is going to need opponents. And they, he's going to need more opponents than just Dragon Lee. So Robbie Eagles being one of those people, especially with Will Ospreay looking like he's going to go up and, and kind of stick up in the heavyweight division, uh, at least do that far more than he did you know, the last time that Hiromu was full-time, he's going to need opponents to be established. And I think that's what's taking place right here. So when it comes to New Japan, I mean, obviously they can't expect people to go, to go back and do heavy research on everything that's New Japan related, and, you know, new fans coming in and everything. But they are going to have to make sure that that's kind of obviously not explained because then you're pulling back the curtain too much. But you, you really have to kind of lay out why so many guys always come back and always take that L in their first match back just to kind of keep educating people as they keep picking new ones up. Spurs says, are the Tanahashi AW rumors true? If this happens, it could be huge. Timothy says, for Tokyo Sports, Tanashi says if he beats Jericho on January 5th of the Dome, he will open the forbidden door by asking for an AW world title shot. Behind Timothy, the lion door. Timothy, <laughs> I would not hold my breath. I do not think Tanahashi is beating Jericho. 
Back in a moment, Observer Live. Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like who will be the first head coach to get fired or who will win the NBA MVP. Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. Do you, or does someone you know, sweat the bed? Do you ever wake up feeling like you've been sleeping on a slip and slide? Sweating the bed is a serious but a common problem that affects your sleep, health, and happiness. Plus, it's just plain gross. But it's not you. It's your mattress. Fortunately, there is a cure. It's called Purple. Purple is the only mattress with a scientifically engineered smart comfort grid. This patented technology is designed to let air flow freely so you sleep cool. Side effects of sleeping on Purple include sleeping better, feeling better, and, well, honestly, smelling better. Try the Purple mattress risk-free for 100 nights and never sweat the bed again. Give yourself the gift of great sleep through the holidays on the world's only mattress with the Purple Grid and get a free premium gift bundle to complete your Purple Sleep Set when you text SLEEPY to 84888. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y to 84888. Data rates may apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. If you want to call, we have phone lines open, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Text message is 425-780-7566.
Sporting says, Raw's show tonight looks like a throwaway show, except for the Samoa Joe thing. I can be intrigued over that. Well, we won't give spoilers here today, everybody, but here's the lineup for tonight's Raw. These are just the matches tonight. We have Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, which was set up last week by Seth Rollins not winning a one-hour gauntlet that went to a no-finish. AJ Gallows and Anderson versus Randy Orton and the Viking Warriors. Kevin Owens versus Mojo Rawley in a Christmas street fight. I will spoil the fact this goes eight minutes. Bobby Lashley, Cedric Alexander, Charlotte versus Chelsea Green, Drew McIntyre, Zack Ryder, Ricochet, Tony Nese, and Rusev versus No Way Jose. Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Eric Rowan, and more on the show. And yes, a few of these matches do in fact go like 30 seconds. So that is tonight's Raw lineup. Get ready for that show, everybody. It's going to be exciting. What do we have Bobby Lashley doing? What's what's the Bobby Lashley Lama I can't spoil this. The wedding? Okay. But the wedding is next week. Seems right. rushed. Well, it's like Vegas. This person is it here. in Vegas next week? Where's the show next week? I have no idea. Should be in Vegas. We'll find out. This person here says, Someone mentioned Bray tagging with The Fiend against Miz and Daniel Bryan, which leads me to believe in the future we might get a Bray versus Fiend match. Reminds me of the fake Undertaker versus the real Undertaker. Sorry to remind you. Well, I I will say that Granny, her favorite wrestler, is the Undertaker. And I think it was last week on the show she was reviewing all of her usual matches. And she she reviewed the Undertaker versus the fake Undertaker match. And she gave it a 10! 10 out of 10, she said. Can't even believe my ears. God bless Brian Lee. First says, when can we expect this tier system for the network? What would be the highest price point? What should it include? Happy holidays, everybody. Well, there already is the free tier. They just haven't announced it yet. So it's starting. I would presume early in 2020 we'll get to the other tier. And the idea that I heard was you have a free tier. You have your 999 tier. And then you have like the twelve or fourteen ninety nine tier. Now, what do you put on the twelve to fourteen ninety nine tier? I guess it would be other promotions, like your Evolves, for example. And I mean, maybe they're going to sell a ton of them, but I mean, what are they going to put on a fourteen ninety nine tier that you're not getting it on the nine ninety nine tier? So you're going to pay an extra five dollars or four dollars or whatever. I mean. Well. We you already get all the pay-per-views. Do. We get NXT. We get the takeovers. Like, what more are they well, going to put on there that the vast number of people are going to pay more money? There's something they could do, and this is obviously we're just playing speculation here, but you could run the regular NXT show on the 999 tier, but then hold off the takeovers for the 1499 tier, and you can start moving programming over that way. You know, I don't know if you can... I don't think taking it out on those of us who are there for historical purposes and who want the catalog of as much as we can get from world class and mid Atlantic and mid South and all that sort of stuff, Florida. Like, I don't know if you put that on the 1499 tier and tried to take it out on those people and say, hey, you know, if you want all your history, you're going to have to pay more. I think it's going to have to be the people of today that are buying 
takeovers and who are getting it for NXT and who want to see other promotions, I think you're probably going to have to try to squeeze as much as you can out of those people. And I think offering takeover shows for $4.99 for people who don't have that tier, and I guess offering it as a one-time thing that way as opposed to or $14.99 and get to see all of them all the time. I, I don't know exactly what the marketing can be. I don't know exactly. There's a lot of things that they could do and a lot of things that they could plug and play. But I think that would be a an unpopular but an easy way that people will probably they, – they could grumble about having to pay more but then still going to, to go ahead and do it if you want those takeovers or if you want the special events every Sunday you know, or every other – you know, every month, WrestleMania, any of that stuff, then you're going to have to pay the full $14.99 or $12.99, whatever it is. Dude, at the end of this year, as in any moment now, it's going to be time for – it'll be the end of the quarter, end of WWE's quarter. And there is a very, very good possibility that in the United States, for those of you out there that are deaf, in the United States, there will be less than 1 million subscribers to the WWE Network. I realize that last time I said that, we had some numbskulls putting graphs from the WWE website showing that the line just kept going up and up to 1.7 million or whatever that's worldwide they are adding more people outside of this country but we're losing people within this country and we're probably going to be below 1 million subscribers for the first time since i think 2014 or 2015 in five years we're at a five-year low point for the wwe network and their plan is going to be to move everything to a 14.99 tier or move a bunch of things to the fourteen ninety nine tier, that's a bad idea. And honest to God, there's no disrespect to any of the other smaller promotions that could end up on the WWE Network, but honestly, given how much is on the WWE Network, how many people are really going to pay fourteen ninety nine for a couple of extra smaller promotions? Evolved. I mean, the number is, is minuscule. So, I don't know. I mean, did, did we forget what happened with, with Flow Slam? I mean, granted, nineteen ninety nine is more expensive than uh, fourteen ninety nine, but I mean that's basically what you're asking is for people to pay fourteen ninety nine for a bunch of smaller independent groups, which WWE has spent sixty three years telling you are not as good as WWE. Now all of a sudden they're going to change their minds and want you to pay more money to watch them. We'll see. Well, I don't IWTV's, have high hopes. Well, as you know very well, IWTV has been uh, successful in in many ways. Although there's a lot of promotions on there too, I'm sure that people don't have a chance to check out there's only so many hours in the day and i i, I don't know if this is going to help your evolves and i'm not sure who else i forget who else wwe has under their you know in their pocket when it comes to this you know idea of maybe running other shows on the network but you know there's places there i mean in theory you know you have a show like nwa power or any show right now that airs as on youtube as their main form that may want to be interested in this, or maybe they're airing on IWTV and they have their whole library over there, but they feel as though just by virtue of so many people, even if it's a, a lesser number having the WWE network, that it makes it worth their while to be there. I don't know. I don't know. These are real. We're still, you know, swimming through some very odd times. You know, this whole changeover, we're still not that far removed from just things and, you know, appearing in, in these streaming services appearing. We still have to see how many of them are actually going to stick around. There's so many of them out there. You know, I'm, I'm reminded because January 4th is going to be such a loaded date in Japan where it's not just New Japan running. There's every other promotions running, and I'm looking at 
you know, the DDT promotion who's got a streaming service and all Japan who's going to be running and they have a streaming service and Noah's got a streaming service and on and on. And it's like the amount of content that's out there. I'm not complaining about it. It's great, but there is going to be a come to Jesus at some point, I think. And at some point there's going to be a contraction, not only of the amount of promotions out there, but, but how some of these streaming services just so they're able to be seen, you know, I have a feeling at some point they're going to have to try to partner and tie together and I think that's what WWE, you know, I'm sure somebody at WWE is thinking the same thing because, again, just just naturally this is going to have to contract at some point just so people, it's you're able to maximize eyeballs on your product because how else are you going to be able to do it? How many people know of all the streaming services out there, let alone, you know, and, and all the, the different promotions that, that are trying to get a piece? This person says, I thought you would find this amusing. WWE released a video of the best returns of the decade. Shane's return in 2016 ranked higher than Roman's return from cancer. Of course it does. How is Roman's return from cancer not number one? I mean, what? Ridiculous. I mean, Shane's return. I remember this vividly because for a year leading up to it, I'd had people texting and calling the show, where's Shane? Shane needs to come back. Oh, my God, where's Shane? Shane was so great. Like, why do people want to see the return of Shane McMahon? Then Shane returns. Oh, these people were so happy. Look, Brian, he's back. Oh. Now he's gone. Where's all the people texting? Sad that he's gone. I mean, it was co- it was a cool comeback, but then he was around. Just beating people up. Punching them. Bad. How great was Otis on SmackDown, this person says. He's the star of that show. He is. He is the he is the heartbeat of SmackDown, Otis Dozovich. And we'll find out what they do with him. They're setting up a romance angle with Mandy, where I'm sure in, invariably she's going to break his heart, get him even more over as a babyface, which I'm not even sure is possible. Or maybe Vince loves him so much that he's actually doing a romance angle. They can, I'll give this guy something for the holidays. Put them together with Mandy. Guess we'll find out, but he's he's the greatest. Damn. I'll talk more about him later. Oh, here's another one. Otis is a national treasure. He is a great man who finally achieved the lady of his dreams, Mandy Rose. He is my hero. Mandy is the woman of Otis's dreams, if you follow him on social media. But did he achieve that yet? I mean, she seemed she to kissed be him. quite... Uh, That's yeah, an achievement. She was quite disgusted over the fact that... It, you know, she had all the sweat all Dude, over. Dude, she hugged so. him. That's her problem. I know. What, he just sure. got out of the ring and you hugged him in your nice dress and you didn't think he might have sweat on him? I mean, he had sweat on him. You were looking right at it. And then you hugged him. And then you were stunned that there was sweat transferred to your dress? Brian, it's that kind of woman that could drive somebody like Otis into some problems. I've seen this in wrestling before. I'm just saying, this, this could be an issue. Person says, would Vince ever push Otis as, as a single star? For me, he's the highlight of SmackDown every week. Things like him finally hooking up with Mandy Rose are goals. Hey, look, Vince will do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to, he, if Vince wanted to push him in the women's division, he could. He's not gonna, but he can do whatever he wants because he's Vince. Do could I see a day where Otis gets a push as a singles? Absolutely. Do I think it's gonna happen anytime soon? No. I think Mandy's gonna break his heart, and he'll just remain in this team with his buddy Tucky. It's a fine team, I might add, but. I would like to see more out of this man someday. 
Yeah, but that scares me. Hopefully they have a plan for Tucky. And here's the thing for old Tucker. Otis, there, there does not need to be – every friend doesn't have to turn on another friend. Because I don't know who could turn on Otis. I you never watched WWE? Problems. What are you talking about? I know about? that, but in real life – Except for the New Day. Why would you want to turn on Otis? You never want to turn on Otis. And much like Maybe the New eats Day, all the meat. Well, I mean, look at it. Well, you should, you should Listen, know that. If you're friends with Otis, you should I have I love Otis Dozovich, okay? And if I got four ribeyes in my fridge that I've saved – and I wake up one morning and they're all gone. He's yeah. out of here. Well, you should have locked your Why is he living with you? Maybe he moved in because he was having a rough go of things. I don't know why, but my point is don't You're eat all the Otis meat I got in the fridge. Woman? And if you eat all the meat I have in the fridge, you're out of here. So, Mr. Steaks and Weights, maybe there is going to be a problem between him and Tucker. I could write it easily. Hmm. Tucker goes to Whole Foods, comes back with four ribeyes, eats one, wakes up the next day, there's one ribeye. Where'd the other two go? Otis sitting there, licking his lips. It goes yeah. from there. This is easy. Should have bought more ribeyes then. No, it doesn't right? work like that, Mike. He does not need to be eating Tucker's ribeyes. He can get his own ribeyes or mine. It's a hard knock life. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 470 7113 800-470-7113 800-470-7113 That's 800-470-7113 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. 
They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Only have moments left here in the final show before the holiday break. Well, let's go to Ishmael. What's going on, Ishmael? How's it going, guys? Thanks for taking the call. Uh, just want to say one thing in recent years, um, especially now more than ever, one of my main pet peeves with WWE main roster programming is the character's obvious lack of motivation. There's usually no characters, maybe one at the most at a time, talking about, hey, you know, if I can string some wind together here, I'm chasing the title. I'm going for whatever the world title is. On Raw, Brock Lesnar's the champion. The characters are all just wrestling matches in perpetuity. No one has any ambition or has stated any reason or path they have to the title. So there's no reason to get behind them from, like, rooting for their character to progress. And on SmackDown, people have problems with Bray Wyatt, but people almost never mention he's the champion or that they want the belt or anything like that. And there's at most you'll get the one person feuding with the champion saying that they're interested in the belt, but that's it. All these characters lack motivation. And that's the basic like root of storytelling is, Hey, what's your end goal? Like why is anyone even wrestling matches on raw every week? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call, but I mean, we do, we do sometimes see that. I mean, we've got the storyline now where the Miz wants to take the belt. Actually can't say belt. He wants to take that championship away from the fiend, because according to him, that's that's the most important thing to the fiend. Which is like he doesn't want the belt; he wants to take away what's important to the fiend. That's the storyline. It's ridiculous, but I mean, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. That's WWE. Like sometimes the title is important, sometimes the title is not important. Just depends on on what story they're telling. So I can't say it never happens, but it, it does happen here and there. Right at time, everybody. I want to thank Mike as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. No show Tuesday, no show Wednesday, but we will be back on Thursday and Friday heading into the new year. And of course, have a great holiday season. Be safe. That's it. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.